Newsflash. Apparently, sex robots are in development right now. Pretty weird. But I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it can actually be good for society. From what I can tell, a lot of these mass shooters did it, like, heavily because they couldn't get laid. Some of them even admitted that that was why. It makes sense. What if it can help these dudes, you know? Give them something. Take the edge off. Reduce the shooting rate slightly. But I don't know. For the same reason that I think solitary confinement drives people crazy. I think you just can't replace the human. You need someone looking you in the eyes. Hearing what you say and replying back thoughtfully. We need it. We need it physically, mentally, and sexually. It's really interesting the way being bored, you know, just being completely sick of whatever it is you're doing, can actually motivate you. It's a weird kind of reverse motivation where the boredom forces you to try something new, to experiment, to take a fork in the road, have some fun with it, you know? And I think that's good for us as people to just take different forks in the road, go in different directions, experiment, try new stuff, and eventually we become a unique, interesting, complex human. But I guess there are some people that don't get bored as easily as others, and for them, hey, stay on your one path. But for everybody else, I'll definitely see you on the other side. I had this friend growing up, and we would do everything together. We got into heavy metal, drank, smoked, drove around town, did stupid shit, all that stuff. We were like brothers. But over the years, things have changed. And I have to constantly remind myself that no one can fully control where life takes them. The left turns, the right turns. The forks in the road, it just, the bus of life kind of just goes where it wants in ways, and two people who at one point spending all their time together can now be spending none. And as much as it hurts, I know that it's, it's normal to grow apart. If God is an artist, then the earth is definitely just a sketch. The final product is probably somewhere way out there, spinning around this giant, beautiful star. But this, I don't know about this. I feel like this was just practice, you know? There's too much shit going wrong, dude. Come on, look around. There's rape, genocide, grizzly bears, great white sharks, and tornadoes. God for sure made one better than this. For the longest time, flat earthers were kind of like Bigfoot in my book. You know, I heard about them, but I never actually got to see them in the wild. And then I went to a party where there was two of them there. And guess what? They wouldn't shut the fuck up. They almost ruined the damn party. 
And for a split second, I really, really missed vegans for the same reason I missed George Bush Jr. There's just simply a way more annoying version around right now. I'm constantly trying to figure out how to dance that fine line of experimenting too much or experimenting too little. Because really, I just I work like an alchemist. I just do things. I just try new stuff. Every now and then it works, and it's dope. Most of the time it sucks, and it doesn't. It's hard to tell. I can never. I never know before. I, I, when I think I do, I'm always completely wrong. I just do, and then observe. Do and observe. That's kind of what I've become. Just a experimenter. I don't know how to keep. Like I don't know. I feel like I, it's the. What am I even doing? Some days I just feel like I'm just hoping. I'm doing and hoping, and every now and then, something good happens. <laughs> At this point, I've kind of lost count of how many times I've recorded an idea on my phone thinking it's the greatest thing ever, and then I listen back to it the next morning, happy and excited, and I'm just like, oh my god, am I really this stupid? What scares me the most is the feeling that the creative well is going to dry up someday. That I'm just going to run out of shit to say. Run out of observations. Lose confidence, you know, that the well is just going to dry up. It's weird, weird feeling. Ebbs and flows, though, you know. I try and reassure myself based on the things that I've observed in the real world that, uh... From what I can tell, as long as you take care of your mind and your body and don't destroy it with the drugs and alcohol, you'll probably be okay. Our first child was named Emilia. You know what this means. The second kid, boy or girl, must be named Emilio. By the time I'm done recording one of these things and I hit publish, I just, at that point, I can't even stand listening to it. It's, it's annoying. I hate it. <laughs> Which forces me to take long breaks from my work. After that button's pushed and it's up, you gotta give me like at least two or three months before I can even begin thinking about going back, polishing, revising, just making it better it just feels weird man i don't think it's ever gonna feel normal to do that to go back listen to my own voice and then like edit it tweak it refine it and somehow put it up feeling like it's actually entertaining i don't know if it is or not that's why it's so important to get feedback from people Without people telling me whether it's they think it's good or bad, I'm I'm just a blind dude shooting at a target 
trusting only my instincts. Thanks for listening. That was episode 37. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Audio Technica because I use their mics and they're awesome. I used to only have one. You can hear it in the LL Stylish interview. My mic was way worse than his. But, uh, you know, you got to respect your guests. You got to hook up the homies. So he obviously sounds way better than me. But he's also way bigger than me. So it all makes sense. Um, yeah, looking forward. I'm already working on the next episode. It's like half of it's already done. These things are just fucking getting cranked out, man. It's gnarly. But uh, you can find my art on Instagram, Apricot Jams. Uh, same thing on Twitch. I stream League of Legends. And uh, yeah, see you guys later.